Ghosts and ghosts and ghosts. Ghosts and ghouls. Ghosts and goblins. Ghosts and goblins, uh, Mario's and Luigi's. It's this week's Gaming Face Punch, Gaming Roundup, with me back from the dead. I was declared dead twice. No, it's a joke. Um, not it's had a not good run yet. recently. I have not had a good run, and I'm hoping to have a good one for this. So we hope to entertain you for the next 45 minutes to an hour with some gaming news. And as I always like to start these things off with Nigel, what have you been playing? Hello. Um, actually, I've been playing two games. Dark Ages, Camelot, and um, Football Manager. No. Ah, fuck. Wrong okay, and what are you wrong. playing then? Wrong um, and wrong? I've never heard wrong, of that game. Wrong and wrong. Wrong so, wrong. Yeah, I've been playing Yakuza 6. Yakuza 6? So yeah, now I've just no. been ten, pretending to be a Japanese mafiosa. I am. Uh, nice. it's, it's quite a good fun game, actually. Uh, it doesn't take itself seriously at all, and I quite like that. Um, also, uh, a game has just arrived on Game Pass. It's called GTA V. Um, might have heard of it. No. It's a small little I've game. I've played that three on three different bloody things. i played well, it on PS3, PS4, and PC. I haven't yeah, completed yeah. it on PC. It's, it's, it's on... one of the games that, that I actually bought on release date for the PS3, that was. <laughs> no, I didn't bother. It doesn't really, it never really interested me, although um, playing Yakuza, I think it's it's sort of similar in terms of you've got a free world to run around and do various stuff. So I thought, I've thought i played a previous game and I thought, uh, it's on Game Pass, I'll have a go. So I played it uh, a little bit. I'll tell you bit. one thing, I'll tell you one thing, Nigel, it was better when they, than the, when they released the um, remasters of uh, one, uh, three, four... What was it three Vice City and San Andreas? Oh, they were ghastly, ghastly, horrible crap. Yeah, so they they are available, I think, on Game Pass. It was only re released this past week, I think. So I just downloaded it and thought I'll have a little go. It also downloaded uh, GTA Online, which I'm not too interested in really. So I might give it a shot though. But I've been having a go on those two games mostly this week. Okay, Babster, what have you been playing? I think you got well, because... I think you actually can. Because I let the side down last time because I was watching Netflix. This time I've been playing lots. So Planet of Lana again, and I finished that. Excellent game. Uh, if you like Limbo and Inside, definitely. definitely it it play sounds that. like she walks around with big jubblies. Please tell no. me she walks around with big jubblies. No, absolutely not. not. It's not, it's not one of those. Um, oh. so, so it's like Limbo, like Inside. Um, it's all nice and pretty, and then basically shit it's the fan, it turns into War of the Worlds. Fantastic game. Highly recommend it, and it's free on Game Pass, so you've got no excuse. What was that called? Uh, that's called Planet of Lana. It's an okay. indie game, 10 out of 10 in my opinion. Okay? <laughs> so I've also been playing on the VR again. I've set my VR system back up downstairs. Um, there is a new uh, community... Um, single player uh, campaign five levels called leviathan and that's for half-life alex so that's good fun um got back into vr robo recall which is an old vr game but again absolutely is that the fantastic. one where you just literally attack by robots in like a little like pentagon sort of thing and you're just blowing them away with guns 
Um, now you're in a city. You've got robots coming towards you. You can grab them, pull the heads off, pull their arms off. You can. I think throw, it, it, I throw think the I've robots it poorly, but I yeah. think it's. I think I, it's, it is the one I'm thinking of. It's it's still one of the best VR games in my opinion. And the new game that I've been playing, um, which is a new release on again Game Pass, is Arcade Paradise. Now this is right up my street. So basically, you're you're a I, I think you're about eighteen, and your dad wants you to have a job. Okay, this is all in first person. Your dad wants you to have a job, and oh, he's like, d- "Yes, I this one." Yeah, he's go. like, "Well, I've got a, a laundrette business. You're going to work work there." So basically, you work at the laundrette, and customers come in. You grab the clothes, put them in the washing machine, then you put them in the dryer. Not just thinking, well, why is this good? Okay. Yeah. The customers leave trash everywhere or rubbish. Uh, you put them in the in a in a bag. People leave bubblegum everywhere, and you have to get rid of that. Everything is a mini game, right? Now, in the back, in the back, there's a toilet you have to unblock. So that's a mini game. And also, there's arcade machines in the back, right? So this is where the game opens up. Every arcade machine you can play. And you've got a little PDA, and you can adjust all these arcade machines on difficulty level and how much money each one costs. So there's a micro-management game there. Um, And you get this great idea of, well, the laundrette is mundane and boring. I'm going to start earning money and buy more arcade machines. So that's what you do. So you buy more arcade machines. You then expand the arcade. And, yeah, you just keep doing your... It's a grinding game, but it's also a micromanagement game. It's fantastic. Highly recommended. So there you go. Arcade Paradise. Arcade Paradise. I found it on Game Pass. I'm going to have a look at that. Yeah, I recommend you do. And all the listeners out there, definitely. And what have you been playing, Gareth? <laughs> Do you know what I've been playing? I've been playing the waiting game in many a waiting room across the country, trying to see a doctor or a nurse, someone who can stop me from dying. Okay. Is there any mini games involved in this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's the not wanting to break the glass where the goblin lady defends the the, uh, the staff and stops you from being seen. Wow. Okay. So, I'd buy yeah, that. Yeah. Is that yeah. Real yeah. Yeah. Sounds like the receptionist level. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Nightmare. Okay. I think it's time we got on with our first story. So I was trying to think of a of a witty, witty title for this one. And all I can think of is portray your friends and families fabulous prizes to be won as Xbox launches a new reporting feature empowering players with an option to capture and report inappropriate in-game voice chats. Oh, my God. 1984 wasn't a hand manual. It was a warning. Um, I know. I'll be honest with you. One of the worst dicks that I've ever heard online, apart from being a stupid gamer, is... (laughs) Is um, was a girl when I was playing Black Ops, and all she was doing is, is every time she got um, killed, she just go, "You're a cock." 
And she, and it wasn't like a funny one. It was, I was very pissed off, blah, 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 this sort of thing here. So they're rolling out this new thing to report in-game, inappropriate voice game chats. Um, always play Call of Duty with the voice chat switched off. Never had it switched on. It was no. always full of shit from day one, so I never bother with that. I was so grateful when they had the button when you're in the lobby and it says mutal. Mutal. Solve the problem. Boom. Everything goes away. Um, so, uh, in summary, uh, Xbox's latest safety feature allows players to capture and report inappropriate voice chat activity on multiplayer games with in-game voice chat on Xbox Series XS and Xbox One. Players who experience or witness... You can dob in someone and it's not even aimed at you. Witness inappropriate verbal behavior can now capture and report later, minimizing the impact of their gameplay. Xbox players report the, uh, reporting that evidence, cap evidence capabilities cover now all context, including text, images, videos, voice, and further, uh, further supporting player safety. Uh, the voice reporting feature will be available First on Xbox Insiders to gather feedback from the community. Whew. Well, um, so the one thing that I really, really don't like on voice chat is when someone spams music. Mm. That is worse than anyone dropping anything. It, it, it's calling me, they can call me whatever under the sun, but if they're sitting there playing some crap tune, I take more offense to that. But I don't think if I reported them for copyright infringement, they'll do anything. Um, <sighs> So, what are you, what are your feelings on this? Because I'm, uh, hate speech stuff is just bullshit. It's just an excuse for people who are um, a little weak-willed and can't stand the heat and don't know how to get out of the kitchen or switch mute or step away from their phone or do anything that adults actually bloody do. And they have to respond with, Big Daddy Company, I can't press the block button. I can't press the mute button. I want you to do something. Get fucked. Go sort yourself out. Yeah. Mm. Go touch grass. Do something along those lines. Well, there are Sorry, um, there are some utterly toxic players out there, and they can ruin if you don't. If you some games don't have mute, like you said, it took them a while to bring in the mute all button in Call of Duty. So, mm. if you're unable to mute these people, how do you get rid of their their voice if you're in a game? Without muting the, uh, no, I'll be honest itself. with you. I have not seen a game with multiplayer and chat built in that doesn't have mute. There is, I have not seen one game. Uh, Battle Bits might be the only one. Was it Battle Bits the one we, we reviewed last time, which yeah. is like a Lego yeah, version of, of, of Battlefield? And that's because it's developed by three players. I don't think anyone's not got a feature. And there's the block feature also inside the players that you've met on Xbox and on PlayStation 2. I just I know I know where you're coming from, but it, it, it's a thing now that will be it will be weaponized and and people will take things out of context and we're gonna hear won't be now but about it'll be released and it'll take three or four months before this start stuff starts getting out of hand. Um, sorry. Um, All I can think is I, I don't know when I'm playing online with other people I'm simply not a dick. If you're not a dick to other people when you're playing, you have nothing to worry about. Absolutely nothing to worry about. This is the thing, yeah? It's, say you lose, yeah? And then you go and yell some profanity, yeah? You drop the C word because something's gone wrong and you get reported for that. 
And you've paid for um, Ultimate Games Pass, and then you get blocked from it for a one-time dropping of expletive. Because that's how that's how it's going to go. That's where it will go. And the, all, the shit always goes there, and I always see it, and it's like, oh no, not this, please. Um, I'm hoping it doesn't go like that. I, I'm hoping it, if it is used, then it's more used in case of um, when you're being attacked verbally by someone and you decide to report this person because they were fucking dickhead and they deserve to not have any sort of access to people <laughs> in my opinion yeah. uh, i've heard my son like having arguments with people over online and i'm like just fucking mute him actually mm. sometimes i've said to him mate you're being fucking toxic shut the fuck up or i'll ban you myself you know, mm. but some people but the, don't. But my my other my other argument is that there are there are kids who aren't quite mature enough to realise what they're doing, and they fuck yeah. up constantly. Um, and and this may do that. So for me, I've mm. got my I've got my I've bought a load of digital games over the last two years from my S, yeah. and if I were to get blocked off of Xbox. I would lose about two hundred and fifty pounds worth of games that I bought. There's a hundred, I think, about one hundred and twenty-nine games in my library that I'd been, you know, every time it's on sale, I kind of buy buy stuff that I'm, I'm interested in playing at a later date. And I, 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 even though I don't like multiplayer games, I don't like talking to anyone in multiplayer games. No, um, I don't like the idea that it can be taken away because someone's done that, and then someone's done that, and then at the same time, who's going to be reviewing this? Yeah, mm. you can't. It it can't be an AI. Because it can get it wrong, it doesn't. And, understand and it can't context. be a person because there's too many. There's too. There'll be too many for them to deal with. So how are they going to manage? That's my next question. Is how they, it is? For, it's Microsoft. It's going to be an AI. They're going to use chat GPT be. along with some kind of voice recognition software, and they'll combine the two and then try and figure it out from there. Um, yeah, a sorry, bit like, Baxter, probably a bit talk. like how uh, Google probably do <laughs> their their bollocks, you know. Where they go, oh, you're flagged. And then you have to get somebody to actually review it. And when a person yes. actually reviews it, they go, actually, yeah, we did nothing wrong. But the AI has picked it up. Uh, anyway, I've we're got... going on to the next story now. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. I've, Sorry. I've, I've got a few opinions on this. So Go on. Let's hear them. Okay. So the, so the first one, I mean, it's never really affected me because I prefer single player games that's that's the first thing yeah um another opinion is it's down to it's always down to parents in my opinion um what they're playing if they're playing with adults you've got to expect language you, you just have um should it be down to the game companies to make sure that there's the mute option in their games because at the end of the day they're being put on the microsoft platform so they should be pushed to say look if it's if it's got a multiplayer option it should have that mute on there i feel there should oh, be I, I haven't looked into it though but um it's when you're in a party with people well i was just going to obviously... say this if, you, if you're in a party then should you be able to just listen and talk to your party so it's the same as like be having discord 
Because I know when my son's played multiplayer games, basically mm. he's had his friends all in Discord, so they're all chatting to each other, right? But he's only hearing the in-game sound. Mm. Yeah, I, I've, 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 got this, okay. I've done the same thing. So there's that. Yeah. So, um, right, so... And the other thing coming, is, this is yeah, just huh. another... This is just another way of... Um, demolishing free just free speech again it's mm. every everything that we're doing we're, we're just we're just it, muted it, every, everything about what 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 we are and i'm not i'm not just not a fan of this it, it's what you call it so it's either you you want you want free you want liberty or or, or you want protection you can't have both because no but you've there's, so, there's, there's got to be an element of of common sense here but it's I, I just think completely it, I, gone out the window I, I think I've got a, a solution. Yeah, it goes like this: um, voice chat, eight over 18s only. That's it. And if you can't take it, get if you can't stand the heat, get out of the bloody kitchen. Change games. If you're not, not enjoy, no. if you're not enjoying playing with those people, change the game. Yeah. Okay. So there you go. I was going to try. <laughs> on go that on, note, go. next story. It was funny. I watched a YouTube video about how Need for Speed Most Wanted was the best Need for Speed game ever created. And then this oh. comes up in my newsfeed. Need for Speed Most Wanted is getting a remake according to the original voice actor. Uh, and it's supposedly coming next year. Okay. So uh, EA's 2005 open world racer Need for Speed Most Wanted is getting a remake treatment for its recent... For- if a recent post from the voice actor on the original games proves to be accurate. Hmm, this sounds similar to the, uh, uh, what's it, the singer on Metal Gear Solid giving away that they were doing a remake. And then they came Um, out and went, oh no, that's not true. So we're we're expecting next week for them to go, no, it's not true. Um, And then the following week, something else drops. So the, the word of uh, remake of Need for Speed Most Wanted comes via a now deleted Instagram and Twitter posts spotted over on the Game Leakers and Rumours subreddit from actor Simone Bailey alongside various television appearances over the years like Scargate S- SG1, The L Word and uh, Officer Turf in the... Uh, and Oh, fuck it. She played Officer Turf in the original one. So... Glon Shulver is. Who's that? Oh, I'm, re- I'm redoing the thing. So, um, I never played this one. I played Need for Speed Underground. Um, and the reason I played Need for Speed Underground was, um, Fast and Furious, because Fast and mm. Furious came out, and it was like playing Fast and the Furious the game, and it was probably better than if they'd have bought a Fast. Actually, no, it is better than the Fast and the Furious game because they did bring one out a while back, and it was shockingly Whoosh. bad. Oh. <laughs> um, this was the only was. Need for Speed game I played. Was wanted. It was awesome. Was it? I think awesome. I think I and, that, yeah. and it doesn't need a remake. And it also doesn't need EA doing it. And if Criterion <laughs> and if Criterion <laughs> Games are not doing it, then it also does not need to be remade. Especially so there you go. Need. So there you go. I, next I, story. I, <laughs> <laughs> and I that concludes for, our thoughts. I'll be honest with you. I, I, it, it, the new version. Uh, I think. It, yeah, because it's coming out via EA Vancouver rather than its original developers, Criterion Games. Oh, shit. 
Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. If it's Criterion Games, Criterion Games did... Oh, what was that one where you smashed into each other's cars? Burnout. Burnout. We mean burnout. You you and Malcolm, just literally, I was playing that, and you were just smashing into my car as I was trying to set up a race. Burnout Paradise, And they did black. (laughs) Gareth, set the race up. Okay. Smash. But I can't do it. I'm not on the starting line. Smash. (laughs) Come on. Trolling me. And you go up to the line again. One of us was sideswiped. Yeah, it was great fun. Burnout was good fun. So, and that's what Criterion made that. Yeah, Criterion yes, they need to remake that. Black. They do need to remake Black. Um, but Need for Speed Most Wanted. Shit going. I hopefully we'll be optimistic with this one. Just, just play. The it original. doesn't feel so dystopian. Put it, put it in the retro section. Just play the original. There you go. You sure? Is that our final offer? You had the man put in the retro section. Next story. <laughs> right. I'm debating whether I should move, do what the story that I got planned or just adjust it ever so slightly. So um, talking about remasters, let's talk about another remaster. And I think this one will work because... Um, Is EA doing it? I don't it? think it's, it's... No, EA aren't doing it. It's Rockstar. Oh, fantastic. Oh. Okay. Remake of uh, Red Dead Redemption. What? Now, this is, is how you make a remake of Red Dead Redemption. You literally pour everything, all the not the not the um, the assets as in the graphic assets, but pour all the voice assets and missions into Red Dead Redemption Two. Because if you completed Red Dead Redemption Two, you know for a fact that the Red Dead Redemption map is on Red Dead Redemption 2. It is literally in the bottom corner the entire thing. How old is Red Dead Redemption? Oh, my Dead Redemption. Redemption. Oh, 2007, 2009? Okay. Can you look that up, Nigel? I'm just going to get to the stage. It seems to be getting to the stage that they're going to be making remakes before the original comes out. 2010. But I, as oh, I said, it, for them, it's not 2010. Oh, that's not bad. But uh, um, let me let me just double check that. Oh, um, no, they should do. They should yeah, remake. They should remake Fallout 1976 or whatever it's called. Fallout 76. 76. 76. You mean yeah. make it? You mean make it? You don't mean remake yeah. it. You mean actually make it, as in do make the game and finish it off. Call it um, Fallout 69, dude. Release a yeah, game, I, I, release a game, and then if, do a remake of it that actually works. EA so, could so do that thing, with all their games. So the, the the thing with 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 Red Dead Redemption Two, if you played it, it's the one one of the games that I describe as an, a masterpiece game. Okay, I did I, really I, like I, that. I seriously do. I seriously do not describe any other game. There's a few. But I think Bioshock is another one that I would describe as a masterpiece game. Yeah, but these games are just. You look at them, and it's like. Mm, they're good, yeah. Wait, uh, wait. And the amount of effort and detail that went into Red Dead Redemption Two, yeah. You I, I literally, if you just put Red Dead Redemption into the Red Dead Redemption Two engine with voice acting and all the the missions and stuff, you just have a f- great game. You have absolute corker of a game. I, I could name two more masterpieces. Go on then. Witcher Three. Okay. And the, and the original Deus Ex. 
I don't know about the original Deus Ex. Yeah. I don't know about that. Well, and it's Elon Musk's favourite game, believe it or not. I yeah, I know. I've seen he's got the uh, he's he's got a, a a pistol from Human Revolution. No, he's got the, the the gun in Human Revolution. I've seen a picture of that. It's on his bedside table. Oh okay. Yeah, they took a picture of something, and on the bedside table, they noticed that he had the, a gun, and they looked at the gun and went, "That's not real gun." No, no, no. It's from it's from Deus Ex. No, I'm sorry, man. Probably you're... a flamethrower. <laughs> You may have done nice, mate. What was your 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 thoughts on this? Well, I, I I remember when uh, Red Dead first came out, and uh, there was a few of us. We worked in the same office at the time, uh, and a few of us all bought it, and we absolutely loved it. We oh, were was just that talking me, that about was, it almost was, every day? That was me, you, Ross, and my brother yeah. fought off the Mexican army, if I remember correctly. It's so good. Oh, that was that was. That was like, I felt, it was so good. I felt like I was actually fighting the Mexican army. Um, it was so good. Uh, I was like, I need it, to play this. It's a... Uh, uh, that's, that's, that's Red Dead Redemption, the first one. First one. Um, and that was the multiplayer on the first one. And it was great. Cause you, I, I, did you remember being on the um, on that shitty wooden raft? Yeah, when we're trying to get across the river. And we've literally got the Mexican army and all swarming the beach, shooting at us. It was just... And then we had to fight our way up from the fight our way through the Texans going up the other side and then escape on horses. That was brilliant asymmetric multiplayer co-op campaign stuff. It was oh stuff. And then there was the horse rustling, uh, the cattle rustling. We were crap at that. I remember that. Fucking hell. Oh, oh, dude, don't make actually. I've changed my bloody mind. Make it. Make it and make it now. Just put it in the Red Dead Redemption 2 engine and half that shit's already done. You can outsource it. Fuck it, Nigel will do it, won't you, Nigel? Latest, latest gen only. Let's go. Yes. I, thought, I thought you were using the force then. I was. I'm, Nigel. Yeah. I'm dead. Make it, make it now. Look, right, Keith's not on the podcast. Keith's not on the podcast. You can't just slip Star Wars in whenever you let's, fucking feel like it. Right? Let's, get, let's get him on. What do you think, Keith? <laughs> I think Star Wars. Star Wars. Don't, don't talk about bloody Star Wars, Keith. <laughs> anyway, um, next story. So this is my what I'd like lovingly refer to as Starfield. Gareth ruins Starfield <laughs> for oh. Bapster. Oh, here we go. Because he wants to just how can I put it politely? Temper his expectations. Alright, so <sighs> Wait for it. Starfield copies won't actually come with a disc, Bethesda says, but it'll be sold in a CD case or sorry, a DVD case or a Blu-ray case. And you'll get a nice paper cardboard thing with a code on it to download because that's the way we do things now. That's that's what that's what happened at the end of 76. physical PC. No, the, the end of physical PC games. That's what you started to get a box with a cardboard cut out with a code on it. Yeah. I, to me, uh, I don't care. It's going to be on Game Pass, so I'll just download it. You must but care, Nigel. You, you must. If you, <laughs> you like... must care. It's important <laughs> for gamers across the world. I'm, I'm, going to have, I'm going to have shelves with no games in. But, yeah, no. I'm, I've got, I, I am one my, of those people who like to have my, the physical my, my virtual games up there. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Nigel. I, I, I do like to have a physical copy of a game, and that's why um, I bought the disc version of 
the PlayStation and the Xbox because I like to have that physical yep. disc. Um, and I will, but actually, for the Xbox, I haven't bought any because every time I look at a game I fancy playing, it's on Game Pass, so I don't need to buy it. Yeah, I get that. But with the PlayStation, I'm buying the physical uh, yeah, yeah. It's because... weird how that's. I'm the same. PlayStation. I want physical media for the PlayStation. I, I don't know. I think Sony have trained me to do that, which is a scary thing. But it's the same um, cost. I find it's the same cost as um, because I have to. Right. The thing is with the Xbox, it's on Game Pass. Do I go buy it and get a physical copy, or do I just download it for free on Game Pass? So I download it for free on Game yeah, Pass. Totally if I want to play a game, a new one that's out on um, PlayStation, even though I've got premium. It's not available for free on premium. You still have to pay. So, and it's the same cost as if I bought a physical copy. So, I'll buy the physical copy. So, just just to get it straight, if the game's not there to download, you buy it physically. Yeah. Hmm. Xbox, you may be missing a trick there. Anyway, if it's not on Game Pass <laughs> for free, I'll it, buy a physical. Yeah, it, it's. I think. And the other thing too is I can't find Xbox games anywhere. I can find PS5 games places, but I can't find Xbox. Not even on Amazon. No, they're, they're disappearing. They're disappearing. Only yeah. Xbox ones are, but PlayStation ones aren't. PlayStation ones are still following the same pattern. It's just the, the shops that sell them are disappearing. Yeah, um, you can buy them yeah, online. But uh, going only... back to Starfield because that's what we're talking Starfield! about. Starfield. I just right. Right, I'm just I'm I'm hearing what I'm hearing here with Starfield and the here's a cardboard disc with the code to redeem it. I'm hearing Fallout seventy six. Oh, because guess what game did that? Fallout seventy six. Do you know why they did that? So you couldn't get a refund. Yeah. I'm I'm sorry. What for, on Fallout seventy six? Well, the moment you download no, it. No, why, uh, no, why can't you get a refund? By the code, is that system not on it? I've never looked at that. You see, with Xbox. All right, so Steam, so when Steam, Fallout seventy six, so when Fallout seventy six came out, they didn't put it on Steam. They put it on their own platform. Okay, so Bethesda released their own platform in order to play Fallout seventy six. Oh, and it looks okay. like Starfield is probably going to wind up going down the same route. I'm hoping it will go onto the the Games Pass bit that you get on the Windows Store. But if mm -hmm. it goes down the Fallout seventy six route, um, you'll you have to use Bethesda's custom installer. And the moment you download it, you can't get a refund. So there's no, I'll let you play it for two hours. It's shit. Fair enough. Return the game. And then Steam can then do stuff with that data because they figured, they figured out a way to, to monetize it and get stuff out of it. So it, it's, yeah, it's, um, I'm just tempering expectations, perhaps. So if I put it low enough, when it comes out and it's okay, you're going to fucking love it. You're going to love me for this. This is tough love. You'll enjoy it more. But this is tough love, if, and this if this is if they they don't stop it. Do you remember when you can like have um, Xbox Live for a pound, say for a month or two months? Or uh, yeah, I, I I abused the hell out of that. So that's what you do. You just have it for a month. I start I don't like this. Doesn't matter. Then you don't have to have a refund. They stopped that. So, yeah. About on. I think it even on CD key. 
Uh, yeah, well, I, I, I don't know. I'll check CD keys, but I haven't seen that for a while. I know, because as I said, I abused the fuck out of that. Yeah. Oh, seriously, I, that, there were so many ways of getting around it and having the codes more than once. Yeah. Uh, and then they went and they started closing all the loopholes. I think I got about a year's worth of Xbox um, Ultimate Games Pass for the price overall of about £25. I'm not complaining. It was good. I enjoyed it. I got my money's worth. Um, you, you, but... you can almost see eventually that when you buy an Xbox, you've got to have Game Pass. You'll probably have a, you'll probably have a, ba- a basic um, basic version of it, so you'll be able to download demos. You'll be able to download y- your free games, y- your free play games, and the, I don't know if you can already do that, but. Um, and then you've got your Game Pass yeah. for your non-physical media. I mean, to be fair, let, let's face it, with the physical media, with, with Xbox and PlayStation, you literally just get the box and the disc anyway. You don't get. It's not like the um, Nintendo Switch stuff where you get a physical um, card and you nine times out of ten you get like a little booklet as well, like like you would with the old school stuff. So it is more of a, a package. So, yeah. And on that sourdough, this next story. Let's ruin Starfield again! Starfield! Oh, God. <laughs> what have they done now? Oh, I've just realised... the same story? I've closed the wrong tab. <laughs> Starfield's good! No, it's not! We can't... Um, hang on a second. Uh, there, there we go. Right, sorry. Let me do that again. I, I will. I will do that again, and uh, the podcast listeners will, will will know that about this, but uh, no one else will. Um, so let me just set this up because I closed the wrong bloody tab. Here we go. Starfield again. Yes. Yeah! Oh, this is Groundhog Day. <laughs> it's Groundhog Day. Starfield is going to have a hefty, meaty. 125 gigabyte download of Xbox and PC. Well, we and I, 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 anyone who's this. got a shit internet connection, I feel so bad for you. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's having internet connection and having a shit internet connection. 125 gigabytes seems irresponsible on the part of the makers. I know it's for it, it's the 4K texture packs that yeah. are probably doing it in the high def sound that are probably yeah. doing it. But if you've got an S series, there should be a HD option, so it's only got 90 gigabytes or something along those lines. Um, let's just uh, let's just have a nose as I as I as I, as I zoom in there. I disagree. So with uh, that. it looks like I just just one 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 little bit. I disagree with yeah. that because if you've got a cra- if you've got crap internet to download it, then you get a, get a rubbish online experience anyway. So you shouldn't be playing. But it's not online, Bamster. <laughs> oh yeah, single player, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, then. <laughs> Shall I cut oh, that no. from the podcast so no one knows? Yeah. Should we, <laughs> should we go again? Hang on a second. <laughs> Starfield! <laughs> Starfield! Well, I wonder what this story is. Starfield's going to have a hefty 125 gigabyte download size for Xbox and PC. Now look at this and think... That's going to be terrible for someone who's got shit internet connection, considering it's a single-player game, Babster. Wow. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I can't help my 
myself. Anyway, it looks like Starfield's going to be a pretty massive game, so you have to free up quite a bit of space before hitting that download button. Uninstall Call of Duty. That's it. Simple. That takes up a ridiculous amount of space. Uh, destined to become one of the best Bethesda's biggest games ever, we hope. I'm trying to temper my expectations, so it's just okay. And I'm looking forward to the Internet Historians video on it if it does go wrong. Um, the biggest games ever, the space exploration role-playing game is gearing up to offer a wealth of content, promising over a thousand planets to explore where only a hundred of them have life on. Um, <laughs> remember that, Mark? Um We had quite a few comments about that. I was uh, I was quite impressed. Uh, while there's still uh, details yet to be explained about the, the game, fans discovered a crucial piece of information, the file size. So, uh, Starfield boasts an, uh, a file size of approximately 125 gigabytes, meaning you'll have to free a lot of space on your Xbox and PC ahead of its September 6 game launch. Um, which is yeah. why, which is why they released they released that one terabyte drive. Yeah, yeah, but it doesn't help people who've already bought this, Bamster, like myself. I don't have eBay. one terabyte. eBay. eBay. <laughs> <laughs> As I got mate car, we could probably do with it. Um, I have, I do have an X series. I do have an X series. I could get an expansion card. They've gone down in price. Yeah. But they, yeah, I, I imagine that if I imagine if they're clever, they'll sell it with the expansion card. They'll do a bundle. I would yeah. do a bundle. Expansion card, exclusive headphones, and your cardboard disc of what isn't <laughs> Starfield. Free cardboard disc. Free cardboard disc. It could be Starfield. You could have just randomly oh, downloaded something because you, you typed gonna, the wrong number. You're gonna oh. get you're gonna get Xbox X users putting the cardboard disc in the machine, aren't you? And then complaining to Microsoft, it's broken my machine. Oh, and nobody right. told me. Uh, I can see the stories now. Then, no, I'm, you look for that story. I don't believe that humanity is that dumb. Because if we are, we're all done I, for the planets I, I might as well just it. pack it in now i'm gonna pack it in now because because pe people are dumb enough to put cardboard discs into disc drives yes so it's a humanity game over unless i can sterilize these people and get them out of the gene pool quick <laughs> that's a eugenicist coming through what's yeah. your measure for for not letting someone carry on with well, put a cardboard disc in there or they put their iphone in a microwave to wirelessly charge it yeah, I, I can see it's happening. It's going to happen. Uh, you, if you, you, you're for that story, because I'm not yeah. looking for that story, because I want to believe that humanity uh, is, is greater and more magnificent and not dumb enough to do that. Have you seen? T have you watched TikTok? Have you watched? I don't do TikTok. TikTok? Everyone knows that I don't do TikTok. I don't do TikTok. I don't do Facebook. What, what's the other one? Um, the Instagram Reels. Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. I, Shorts. Yeah, my Instagram shorts. Have Hang you, a second. What, shorts? I watch shorts, but my shorts are all full of bikini models and aircraft blowing shit up. Putting cardboard discs. No, I'm not putting a cardboard disc. I will get flooded with dipsticks putting cardboard discs in there and, and want to die. <laughs> I should do a parody video, actually, one of them. I'll find a cardboard. Don't you? <laughs> no, no, you need to do a PSA. Yeah. And you just like, you, you get your son, yeah, and he goes to put the disc in, and he goes, Stop! And then it says, That's a, it goes grey, and it's like, Don't okay. do that. Okay, That's quickly, wrong. I've just thought of a genuine story here. Right. Okay. Okay. So I was beta testing a device for the Spectrum Next, okay, called the ZX Wireless. 
which is a tape, yeah? And the tape mm -hmm. is the is the Bluetooth wireless device, okay? Okay. Now, we had, we had certain comments saying, I've put this into my Spectrum Plus 2 tape drive, and it's not working. So that's what you're dealing with. See, if they were Amstrad users, you wouldn't get this. You know this, Babster. Amstrad users wouldn't do were, that. I think they were ex-Amstrad users. I don't think they were Amstrad users. I, his audio went, so he couldn't argue back. Let's go on to the next story before he figures out what's happened. <laughs> So, hang on. I always struggle. I always struggle with your stories because I'm more prepared for mine. Oh, I thought you started. Hang on a second. Hold on a second. In a quest to ask the question, will it play Doom? Not just Crisis. Doom. We have. Will it play Doom? Atari XL E X XE Doom. Put this on. I'll keep the volume down so we can we can do this. I'm surprising this this YouTube channel hasn't copyrighted us because we have shown a lot of stuff from. Um, <laughs> so what? Tell us, tell us about this. It's, I know it's something to do with Lost Party. Um, so what? Hang on a second. So yeah. So, so um, okay. So it's an Atari port by uh, Christoph. I think you pronounce it Christoph Zvezicki. Yeah, um, Sweetie Zelex rewritten to ASM, whatever that means. Optimized and fixed. So double horizontal view viewfinder. Uh, original Doom for the Vic Twenty. So it's a. It was originally ported to the Vic Twenty, ported by Steve yeah. McCree, and this is a port um, straight to the Atari um, XLXE, which was another eight-bit computer around the same times as the Commodore 64 Spectrum and that green thing with uh, a tape deck attached to it. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm turd or something. Oh, I, I, I'm sorry, sir. I can't, I can't hear you because I'm, I'm just going to put up the banner. There you go. If I'm going to war, I'm doing it properly. So, so the, for the features of this port, um, they're, they're basically they're the shareware Doom levels. So that's to stop obviously copyright which was released um minus the secret level segments we've got demons imps cacodemons um and the ai code has been cut down from the doom uh, no the ai use, was used to cut the code down I, yeah. I, this is something i i this is something that i've been doing because when i write code at work for my stuff i um I, I put it through the ai and i went improve my code and it usually okay. chops out about 12 lines from it, and then it, it runs exactly the same, but a bit more optimised. I, I yeah. get that, why they do that. They Because the thing is, I bet you any money that they went through the whole thing and they programmed it solidly themselves. And then it was like, it's not quite running the way we want it to. And then they gave it to the AI, go improve it. And that's mm -hmm. how AI should be used. I, not not I to know. generate I mean, images of Kanye West fighting Pope Benedict IV. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, the, the VIC-20 only had a couple of couple of K of memory. Um, the Atari had 64, I think, off the top of my head. 
Um, I imagine the XE probably had more than that because it's yeah, the XE version. So. No, I think it was only 64, but yeah, I'd have to check up on that. But yeah, you, you've got your weapons, you've got, you got your fists, chainsaw, pistol, shotgun, chain gun. Uh, the regular pickups are in there, health, keys, ammo, leaves the corpses behind, exploding barrels, secrets. Um, what, in, what is interesting as well, the 11 music tracks converted from the original Doom MIDI files, that's that's quite smart. Oh, cool. And you've got uh, your typical 20 sound effects converted from the original PC one again. Uh, cheat codes, panning and zooming map, intermission of picture screens and arbitrary angled textured walls. I have had a quick play of it, and to be fair, it runs really well, and it does run a hell of a lot better than the uh, that Spectrum one that we saw, uh, Borsch. Um, mm. Obviously, we'll, we'll never see this on the uh, so, the Amturd, but you never so, know. <laughs> so... <laughs> It's gonna be hard to chop that out on your video. But I'm gonna come up with some other ones too. Um, so I love the Am- I love the Amstrad as well. I do. There you go. You can leave that bit in. <laughs> so my next question is: Is when I get a crisis on an Amstrad and a Spectrum and an Amiga, even if it's not a proper version of it, and it's like a a screwed up version of Doom where they've kind of messed around with the sprites because we we have been going back over these retro things and getting them getting them to play Doom, which I find um I find hilarious because it is yeah. that that you know with PC thing with for ages it was will it, will it run Crisis and we were oh, retro gaming console will it run Doom? That might be the definition of it. Can it run Doom easily? If it runs Doom easily, it's not a retro game console. Maybe that's that's the new that's the new standard. For retro game consoles, when you want to discuss, is it a retro game console or not? You ask that question. And I left my phone on. Next story. <laughs> so, Amiga Live. Play classic Amiga games with others over the internet. By Martin Brinkman. The Commodore Amiga was a very popular home computer. Used in 1985, originally as a, introduced in 1985, the original successor to the Commodore, and the even more popular C64 home computer. It became a favourite with many introductions to the uh, introduction of the Amiga 500. Ah, oh, I always this is because I don't read the stories first on your ones. Um, the 16-bit Amiga battled it out with the 16-bit Atari ST. I like the Atari ST. Um, good for music. Yep, yeah, it's got built-in. Not music. sure about anything else. But it's definitely no, it was, good for music because I had an uncle Phil. He had one and he loved it. It was and a he, good. He was. No. It was a good, good machine. But you had the same rivalry between um, Atari and Amiga, like, like the same as you had between Commodore, yeah. Amstrad, and uh, Spectrum. So yeah. Anyway, Amiga Live takes the concept a step further by introducing online play with many Amiga games, uh, many Amiga multi, uh, many many Amiga games with multiplayer but meant usually sitting in front of a single Amiga machine and display with your friends. Some games required passing the controller to the next player in line, which may sound weird to gamers today who started this over the internet. This is... Uh, fuck that up. Fuck it. <laughs> or, or you had 
half a keyboard each sort of thing. Yeah, yes, the side of yes, a keyboard. Ha- yes, exactly. Split screen, or you, had you had split screen. Like, yeah. Games like um, Lotus Spray Turbo, you, mm. you, had, you had split screen. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed that game. That. I loved it. Yeah. So you had, yeah. so you could one, see, you'd have you one with a joystick and one with a keyboard. I you could do that, yeah. but you could also do two joysticks as well. You could have couch play, um, yeah. battle squadron. You could have two two player. Obviously, you kick off your sensible soccer. You could do two player. Yeah. So the games were there, um, but what this allows is you use the emulator Win UAE. So hmm. you basically run that uh, as an Amiga on your PC, and then you've got whole um, multiplayer online experience which is pretty cool it, it, it sounds weird was doom multiplayer on the strategy what? game strategy game doom the strategy game yeah i think i remember maybe it was thinking of pc maybe it was thinking PC. Maybe PC. Mm. no not rpg it was a strategy game you oh. used to set the thing to get the, the mine the spice and get out before the worms got you and then you'd fight the the arrakis or arcadians or what they're called harkonians oh, I've got no, no? recollection of that. Don't matter if I'm, I'm, no, oh, right, hang on a second. Hang on I've, a second. Is, I've, I've, I've got dementia. I think you've, you've made that one up. It's, it sounds no, like no, an, no, no. Sounds like an no, no. <laughs> It was, it was the, the precursor to Command and Conquer. Oh, okay. On the Amiga. I don't know if it was okay. on the Amiga. Maybe I'm imagining the Amiga part, part of it. Yeah. I might be imagining the Amiga part, but it was oh. probably on PC. Yeah. That might be the thing that I'm imagining. Because um, I think Command and Conqueror was one of the first, wasn't it? Of that type of um, yeah. RTS, RTS. RTS game. What was I the mean, name of the company that that, 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 that created Command and Conquer? What was it called? Uh, oh, blimey. Was it Redwood that. Studios? Ooh, yeah, it might be. Was it Redwood Studios? Uh, Westwood Studios. Westwood, Westwood Studio. Studio. Thank you. Oh. I knew it was something like that. Yeah. I remember Westwood Studios now. So hang on a second. So I'm just. Uh, we have like a list of games that they created. We have like a list of games. Westwood Studios. Sorry, we've all stopped. So first one, Dune. Yeah, Dune series. Dune. Dune two. Um. Building of a Destiny and Dune 2000 and Emperor Battle for Dune. There were there were three Dune games they brought out. Uh, I think it was Dune 2000. Dune 2000, when did that come out? 1998. So it was on PC. I think it was on the other things too. But sorry to go off on one. I thought it was on Amiga. I'm sorry. I've sent you a world goose chase. It's still a good game. Cool. We'll cut that bit out. You, you're cut out. Um, <laughs> your stuff. So I can bollocks it up to my heart's content. See, Westwood Studios for me. I, I played their um, point-and-click game, uh, Legend of Kyrandia. That was quite fun. Okay. Mm-hmm. Never, never that, that was part. Of, that was around the same time as you know the Sierra games coming out. The point-and-click. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I Sierra. Sierra. Yeah. I miss Sierra. So Sierra was the original publisher of Half-Life, weren't they? Yes, they were. Yeah. Yeah. So you always do this when we go into your stories. It's always you tell us a story, and then I'm like, oh, I remember. And well, I remember this. I remember that's, that. what it's all, that's what it's all about. But going back to, going back to the yes. uh, Amiga Live. Going back to your Amiga Live. Um, so the usage is straightforward and streamlined. Download the latest package from the official Amiga Live website. 
Uh, Windows users unpack the archive on their device and run the executable to start Amiga Live. The interface displays the large list of available games at the top. Selecting a game displays information about it, some screenshots and the number of support players. Offline play is supported, but games can also be played online with friends or users of the official Amiga Live Discord server. So basically <laughs> what this is, if you remember the old GameSpy, this is pretty much GameSpy, but for your Amiga. Um, the, the emulation version, anyway, at the moment. Mm. Um, application supports joysticks, uh, but may also emulate them using a computer keyboard. Default keyboard mapping uses default yeah, keyboard. We get, the, yeah. we get the idea. Yeah. So if you're an Amiga lover, if you love your Amiga, if you love your Amiga, and you want to play with your friends online like they were in the same room as you and arguing that you're screen sniping, you can join uh, was it Amiga Live. Yep. Use the use the facilities and then get angry with your friends, but over a distance rather than in the same room. Am I right in saying that? Sort of spoils the fun, but yeah, you're right. Hey, it would have been good over COVID. You gave me an interesting one. I like this one. Do you mean I an interesting what? one? <laughs> no, really no, no. For me, for me, not for the viewers <laughs> and not yeah, for your, your, your YouTube channel or for yourself. For me. I know you're oh, very... me. You, you, you're Hang on a, a second. A, a small group of me. people who enjoy Quake 4. So good on you. He's, he's deleted. I took myself off screen. <laughs> Shh, no one knows. You can, the, oh, the, the, the listeners can't hear it, fortunately for me. Um, <laughs> so, um, Quake for high definition. Oh, I'm going to check to see if my Mac will run this. Oh, it will. Ah, dude, I'm sure dude, this is. You'll like this. So yeah, just. Um, I'm not sure if I a... like. I I I'm videos. one of the rare people. I'm one of the rare people who liked Quake 4 yeah. and Halo 4. <laughs> no one else likes Quake 4 or Halo 4 apart from me. There are no one, no other people on the planet who give a shit. Apart I, I like me. Quake 4. I like Quake 4. Yeah. It was different to the other three, which, okay, it was, it was nowhere near as good as the other three. But Quake 4 was a good single-player experience. They utterly it, it, balls I, I, the multiplayer I, part of it up, but... I'm never interested in the multiplayer. I like the single player part of it and the fact that you kind of got, you played a chunk of the game as a regular person, then you got converted to whatever the bad guys are in it. Strog. Um, halfway through. The Strog, Strog. thank you. you get, yeah, you get converted to, to the Strog halfway through and then you, you, you're playing, you've got extra Strog abilities. And it, it, I think I liked it because I had trouble with Doom 3 and the freaking torch. You know, Doom 3, and they they oh. wanted to do scary thing, and there was a torch, and it was literally practically the same game without the bloody torch thing, yeah, and without sitting in the dark and having to do that every five seconds. And I think that might be the primary reason I enjoyed it, because of the frustrations I got from, from uh, that. And ironically, I bought this at Tesco's near me. Hey. Oh, the games. The days when you could buy games. Actual yeah. games. Yeah, Sorry. Not, on, not on a cardboard disc. Not on a cardboard disc. Not that's going to disappoint yeah. you, Babster. I'm sorry. Just, just, yeah. I just figure if I set you up now, when it happens, 
but it looks oh it looks it looks it's funny it you know what it's missing it's missing the lighting it's the one thing it's got every the textures the the, the what do you call yeah, it I, the build quality is is still quite added, good they've added full shadow map files so it has Sorry, got the lighting there's a stroke bit i was talking about where you think you're just gonna get carved to pieces let's um there we go Put that in high definition and then still in his pants. There you go. They, they had to do that bit. So, yeah, you uh, come on the bad guys. It, it's, I um, you're almost now, like do Borg, I have aren't you? You're almost like Borg. I yes. mean, Borg's, Borg's yes. one of my favorite enemies, I think, of all time. And uh, the fact that you they've copied it off with. With a strog, I'm cool with that. I, I, I'll be honest with you, the Borgs copied from like during the 80s. Every cybernetic bad guy looked like the. And my camera's just died. That's because I didn't charge it up. Bell end. Well, you could. Fault. You could go back to the. You could go back to the original Cylons, couldn't you? Uh, well, no, well um, so uh, um, nerd, nerd. This is the other podcast speaking. Um, no, the idea of having them in the little alcoves where they recharge that was taken from Doctor Who twenty. 32 or 2024 um and then we've got uh there were loads the cyber yeah you got the doctor who cyberman the original ones back in yeah, black oh, and yeah, white. Yeah, yeah 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 think about it. You re it the idea the idea with that was it was that was based on the idea of replacing human body human body parts like the ship of theseus if you replace right. enough human body parts when do you stop becoming human so if you replace like 90 percent of your body part and just leave your brain intact are you still human um but at the end of the day, if you're into if you're into sci-fi and you're into that kind of thing, you're always going to take inspiration yeah. from what uh, you love. I've, so I know, but I'm I'm a nerd and I love um, doing the old. Did you know that it came from X or, or or came from Y? Because that's my bag. And if you like that sort of thing, we have the Monkey Nut Punch podcast that we broadcast on a Sunday at three thirty GM. No BST at the moment. Uh, BST or GMT, depending on the time of the year, uh, where I'm joined by a man that will interject Star Wars into every bloody conversation. Shall we go on to the next story? <laughs> so... This next one, I'm so aggrieved at because um, if I've got the right... Yeah, yeah, right. So um, this one, I'm going to label up this section called... Uh, I'm going to call it Shameless Self-Promotion by Bapster because yeah. he wants more views on his YouTube channel. Yeah, um, 100%. Under the guise of... No, 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 I want to... <laughs> All right, it's hard. it's hard when you admit to it. I can't, I can't sell it as yeah. well. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I'm not going to lie about it. <laughs> so... All right. Like, comment, and subscribe. Watch my videos. So I've, I've turned you, I've, I've turned your video off, and you went to yeah. where was this place? You went to Time Warp. Top, top, yeah, Time Warp Arcade time in Arcade. Uh, Bridgewater, down the, uh, the southwest of England, Junction Twenty Three off the M5. Um, and as we know, there's there's not many arcades um, about anymore. Uh, if you get to any, you know, seaside resort, they're just full of you get the odd gun games, but they're just mainly full of machines that spit out um, paper tokens Tickets. for you to buy yeah. crap from a from a shop. 
there's no real arcades mm. there anymore. So it was nice to I took took the family to this arcade. You paid eight pounds to get in, um, eight pound each, and it, and every machine is on is on free play, and you got a couple of tables oh. there. And the ah, that's, that's what I want to hear. So that's what I want to hear. Free play. Yeah, it's it's all that's it. You just pay to get in, and you can stay there as long as you want. Um, and this particular arcade, they've got two floors. So so downstairs is all your big arcades, and then upstairs you've got a few arcades dotted about and loads of sofas with um, some modern consoles set up and uh, some old retro consoles set up as well. So yeah. it's 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 a good family family place. Um, they they sell snacks and you know your typical chocolate crisps and, and drinks and stuff it's it's a lot better stocked than uh retcon was put it that way <laughs> uh, retcon was a what do you call it that was a done yeah. a village fate it would be it only old lazies there if we went it, it was yeah. so it's not as if it was it was set up permanently but uh not yeah. I'm, sl- I'm not not, not slagging no, it off I've, but you know, i really enjoyed retcon was... um and obviously i've made my views uh apparent about the uh refreshments so hopefully next next year that'll be a little bit better. But we'll see. <laughs> but um, say- yeah, this is if if you ever get down, if you're ever down the southwest, it's not it's not far from Western. Uh, pay this place a visit because I, it, it, it's it's something that we need to keep alive. I don't know how they're going to make huge amounts of money. Um. Because of how electricity's gone up and having these machines on all day, especially arcade machines, uh, they take up a lot of juice. But uh, you take a family there and uh, have a good have good fun. Um, the one, I, I checked because when you put this one up, I, I just googled where our nearest one is, and apparently for us, there's a place in Farnham. Okay. Um, oh. Which, so yeah, I'm. Uh, it looks nice. very. It's very. It looks very family orientated. So I'm, I'm a bit, I, I think I'm going to have to grab my son so I don't look weird. Um, which is, you know, it's one of those things. But um, I think it trust, looks. Trust, trust me, good. if you went on your own, you wouldn't look weird. Because at the end of the day, these arcade machines were there when we were growing up. Mm. So it's it's that huge nostalgia hit, isn't it? Yeah. And it's, it's good I, to share. I, I, it's good to share with your kids I, and say, "Look, I just want to mind your Xbox and your PlayStation. This is I've, what we do you know play on." Do you know what the funny thing was? Is uh, bef- the, there was an arcade before um, COVID? I took my son down there and we played arcade games for an afternoon. Yeah, spent about it. thirty quid. <laughs> thirty quid. It's like, oh my god! I can see why my parents were so aggrieved to to, to fork out money for it. But we um we played a few things. The, I, I loved gun games. But how much arcade for gun you- games? How much does it cost to go and see a movie now? It's... For me, it cost, it cost me about fourteen pounds. Well, so, okay, okay. I, but, it's for me because I I'm... yeah for you on your own. But if you're ta- what I'm saying is if oh no no with my son family for my son yeah but, then but if I take my family corn, then it's then drinks. it's thirty yeah there you go it's it's thirty because I've got a pass thing and you yeah. put all this shit in with the pass anyway it looks good. I'm gonna check out this one in I'll check out this one in Farnham. I might see if I can drag Nigel down there and we'll do a, a, a video. Yeah, let me know after. If I can get if I can get him out of the house. For me. And out of his cupboard. I'd like to, you, I'd like to join you at that one. That'd be good. I'll I'll send you the things over over what's happened, what, what Lavin knows at it. Mm. Anyway, yeah. we've got, we've got, 
Um, like, comment, and subscribe. Babs Arcade. There you go. Oh, and when you go to his channel, write poo in his comments. <laughs> Especially Keith. Keith, you're allowed to do it. You can have your own back. Put, put, put Star Wars and then poo. Star Wars poo. <laughs> Uh, all right, so we've got. Uh, uh, I think, oh my god, there's one. Oh, my bugger, I've missed one. Um, I think I might miss more than one. Um, let me just get that right. We've got one more story. If I can find. I fucked around with the layout because my fucking camera went. Pardon my language. I've balked this up royally. So this is the first Blade Runner game in 25 years is coming, according to Forbes. Um, Matt Gardner. Anna Purina Interactive, which sounds like a cat food company, unveiled Blade Runner 2023 Labyrinth, the first new Blade Runner game in 25 years for PC and console. What more is it'll be the title, it'll be the first title from Anna Pura Interactive. Uh, inter internal studio led by director Chelsea Hash of Solar Ash and what remains of Edith Finch. Sorry. Uh, you who's Anna Pua? Who's Anna Pua? Anna Purina. Puruna? Oh. What the, how do you pronounce that? Anna? Anna Purna. Puruna. Anna Purna. Anna Purna. Not Anna Pua. Anna Purna. I'm thinking of the cat food company. There is a cat food company called Anapura. I'm sure there's a cat food company called Anapura. No, get on that quick. Um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I did like. No, hang on a sec. This bit I was like, I was particularly pr proud of Chelsea Hash of Solar Ash. Um, anyway, Blade Runner 2023 Labyrinth is set in 2023. I'm just. Oh my god, does it feature a labyrinth? Um, <laughs> halfway between the original Blade Runner. Blade Runner? Blade Runner, Blade Runner, and its film sequel, 2049. I, I imagine because it's in in 2033, it takes place in a dystopian Los Angeles. They're not too far away from a dystopian now. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> after the black after the blackout here, um, whilst details are incredibly light, we don't even know what type of game we're getting. It's a tease trailer that shows incredible promise. Anna Perina, I think, is the cat food company now I think about it. So tell us about this Babster, because you've got that here, and uh, I'm going to get the reveal trailer while you're chatting away. Because you double-linked. You double-linked, Babster. You know how I feel about double-linking. Um, so events of the game... I'm going to make you run this once, and you'll understand how bad a double-link is. Um <laughs> So, events in the game unfold between the original Blade Runner set in 2019 and Blade Runner 2049. It's sequel. If you're unfamiliar with these iconic films, let us fill you in. So, taking place in a dystopian future, Blade Runner follows the story of Rick Deckard, or Deckard, famously played by Harrison Ford. Deckard? Deckard. Deckard. Rick Deckard. 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 Um, <laughs> Rick... <laughs> Rick is a retired police officer tasked with gunning down human-like androids and replicants. His police boss forces him out of retirement to hunt down four <gasps> escaped sorry. replicants inhabiting sorry, Earth. Sorry, hang on Ooh. a second. I, I'm so sorry. I just want to... What have There's you a bit here. What have you said? Let me just... Right, so that... Uh, it's all right. And then I saw this bit here, and I'm like... 
Yeah, that's nice, isn't it? That? That's yeah. very nice. Nice bit of light. Very pretty. Like I like it when when people do stuff like that. So for the podcast listeners, oh Darren... yes, because you can't <laughs> see, you can't even see me. Um... <laughs> uh, we're watching the trailer, and Gareth has just swooned over a bit of lightning in the game. So there we go. Oh, and something something's gonna lit the windows. It's passed through. I think that looks. That's good. The thing is, this makes me think of... Um, is it The Observer with Rod Ga- R- Rutger Hauer in? Sorry. Is it yeah, Rutger Hauer? Yeah. yeah is Rutger Hauer, isn't it? Rutger Hauer, yeah. Um, R- Rutger Hauer is his brother, I think. Roger Howard. Roger. Roger Howard, who was in Blade Runner as Mr. Batty. Um <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, so his police boss forces him out of retirement to hunt down four escaped replicants inhabiting her. Uh, soon enough, he falls in love with a replicant, and so he takes a romantic yet action-infused turn. I've done that shit. Line. Sorry, have you? I've done all that. Have you st- did the, that, that was the that first Blade Runner film. Uh, that is the first Blade Runner film. It is the first. What, yeah, it is. It's set uh, between the. It's, we're just well, repeating have... the first Blade Runner. Why have they put that in as the story? Where's the? What is this game about then? You know what? I don't think they've even explained what the game's about. It's just a teaser trailer, so that's an auto balls up of that one of that story. <laughs> All right, that's fine. That. So yeah, it's Blade Runner. It's in between the first two films. There you go. Wait for, for wait for the full trailer to come out. Go and play it. All right, it's Perina cat food. I just put Anna on there. Anapura, Anapura, Anapura. Right, they balked. Hang on, they balked up. They just told the same Blade Runner story. They balked that up. It should be terrorists or something. Terrorists, and they're not. They're not replicants, or they are. They replicants. We don't know. But they, we something, something like that. It made me think of Deus Ex now. Ah, I miss Deus Ex. I know you're talking about other bits, but. Uh, Okay, have you put any more shame of self-promotion in here, just just before we go any further? No, I mean I can if you want me to. Um... No, 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 it's fine. No, it's fine. I just uh, before we go, before we wrap this up, I just want to do one thing. Um, yeah, I do that. What? Yeah, that, that makes me feel so much better. I'm going to come up with an animation. I'm going to come up with like a well, in-your-face well, animation. Well, I've got to come come up with something with for that box. That all I can see is gaming face punch logo. So it's fine. You could just find a game face punch. There's nothing wrong with the game face punch logo. There's nothing wrong with we it. To, but we need, we, but I, to, we need your animated person there, don't we? So I'll, I'll come Because I didn't charge the camera. Because <laughs> I haven't. I'm sure I can green screen anything. something in there. <laughs> and on that note, podcast listeners, thank you very much for joining us, guys. Do you have anything you want to say before I wrap this thing up and put a bow on it? Starfield! It's so probably going to be crap. Oh. So be ready, no. Nigel. No. Just no. just follow us on YouTube, like our videos. Cheers, mate. Yes, thank you very much for downloading the podcast. We will catch you in the next one. Hopefully, you won't have to wait as long. Guys, say goodbye. Ah, I'm not fucking interested, actually. Bye. <laughs>